This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 286. In today's episode, I want to talk about the latest two cameras to hit the market, namely the Fujifilm X-T5 and the Canon EOS R6 Mark II. Now, both of these new mirrorless cameras are the next models in their respective lines, with the X-T5 continuing the existing 10-year X-T line of cameras and the R6 Mark II being the second generation of a highly successful hybrid camera from Canon. And the reason why I wanted to talk about these two cameras today is because both systems are systems that I'm personally familiar with. So first up is the Fujifilm X-T5. Now, the X-T5 is the latest X-series camera to feature Fujifilm's new, powerful, back-illuminated 40.2-megapixel X-Trans TMCMOS5 HR imaging sensor and high-speed imaging processing engine X5, X-Processor5. It also provides up to 7.0 stops of 5-axis in-body image stabilization, or IBIS, and features a 3.69 million dot EVF viewfinder with a 0.8 times magnification, as well as dual SD card slots, delivering the highest image quality and resolving performance in the history of the X-Series line. Quote, X-T5 combines all the fan favorites in one body. This system offers IBIS in a compact and lightweight body designed for portability, which is at the core of our XT system. We're also reintroducing the three-way tilt screen to create stills and video from any position, said Masato Yamamoto, General Manager, Imaging Solutions Division, Fujifilm Corporation. Quote, at Fujifilm, we continue to push the boundaries of camera technology with each new camera release. X-T5 is no exception, offering fantastic all-around performance for both stills and video. Key features of the X-T5 include image quality and resolving performance, the new 40.2 megapixel back-illuminated X-Trans CMOS 5 HR imaging sensor with a state-of-the-art image processing algorithm delivers advanced image resolution without compromising the signal-to-noise ratio. This image processing algorithm delivers outstanding results packed with detail across the native ISO range, with, uh, which with XT5 extends to ISO 125. Additionally, the pixel shift multi-shot feature allows photographers to make 160 megapixel super high resolution images, while super de- uh, subject detection autofocus capable of detecting animals, birds, and a variety of other common subjects combined with the auto white balance, will assist photographers of all levels with producing superb high-quality images. X-T5 offers 19 film simulation modes, including nostalgic negative, characterized by a high saturation, soft tonality. Creators can use film simulation presets, which mimic photographic film for various subject types and scenes. 
X-T5 supports the HEIF image format, which delivers 10-bit image quality in files up to 30% smaller than standard JPEGs. Hardware design and operability that provides powerful support to users' content creation. XT5's in-body image stabilization system works in five axes, or combats all types of camera movement, and provides up to seven stops of compensation, which can continuously freeze 20 frames in a single click of the shutter. The dedicated software Pixel Shift Combiner processes the capture frames to generate an image containing some 160 million pixels. A maximum electronic shutter speed of 1,180,000ths of a second is also now available to photographers wishing to freeze subjects moving at high speeds. The 1.84 million dot three-way tilting LCD makes it easy for users to create in vertical position or at waist level. The new sensor offers a high number of phase detection pixels for impressive AFS function. Our focus on a high-frequency subject providing accurate autofocusing in situations such as landscape photography and portraiture. Also, the AF prediction algorithm offers stable focusing in AFC mode. Equipped with a high magnification 3.69 million dot EVF with 0.8 times magnification, the viewfinder delivers optimal suppression of parallax and distortion, which typically occur when an eye position becomes displaced while using the viewfinder. The classic X-Series design has been retained with dials for ISO, shutter speed, and exposure compensation. Quick and easy to set, even with the camera switched off. Weighing just 1.23 pounds or 5.57 grams, X-T5 is 50 grams lighter than the prior Fujifilm X-T4 digital camera model and is perfect for a wide variety of photographic genres from street documentary photography, where mobility is a requirement to landscape photography and portraiture, which require particularly high resolution. Portability coupled with the camera's weather-resistant structure allow users to take the X-T5 into nearly all weather conditions. Featuring extended video functions, offering powerful video functionality, movies can be recorded internally at up to 6.2K at 30 frames per second and 422 10-bit color. In addition, the 4K HQ mode oversamples 6.2K footage for superior 4K output. XT5 supports F-Log2, which records an expansive dynamic range of 13-plus stops, a range wider than that provided by current F-Log for extremely broad post-production potential. When combined with an Atomos HDMI device, the raw video output from XT5 can be recorded as 12-bit Apple ProRes RAW at frame sizes up to 6.2K, and frame rates up to 29.97 frames per second. And when combined with Blackmagic Design Video Assist 12Gs, the raw video output from the X-T5 can be recorded as Blackmagic RAW at frame sizes up to 6.2K and frame rates of 30 frames per second. Optional accessories, the MHG X-T5 hand grip, specifically designed for the X-T5. This grip facilitates the user's ability to handhold the camera when a large aperture lens is mounted. The hand grip does not have to be removed to change the battery or SD card. In addition, the MHG X-T5 grip can be used as a plate compatible with Arca Swiss quick-release systems. 
Pricing and availability, the X-T5 will be available in black and silver colors and is expected to be available in late November at a manufacturer's suggested retail price of $1,699.95 for the body only, $2,299.99 Canadian dollars. XT5 digital camera with the lens kits featuring the Fujinon XF 18-55 F2-4 RLM OIS and the Fujinon XF 16-80 F4 R OIS WR will be available at a manufacturer's suggested retail pricing of $2,099.95 or $2,839.99 Canadian and $2,199.95 or $2,969.99 Canadian respectively. Now, for my thoughts on this, this is an exciting camera, and it is great to see that Fuji decided to release the next XT body with such a high-resolution sensor. Now, this is the same 40-megapixel sensor that is in the X-H2. So it is extremely impressive, and it is the latest sensor and processor that is in, in the X-H2 body is also the same one that is in the X-T5. Now, one of the things that confused me, I'm excited at the idea that the X-T5 is slightly smaller and even a little bit lighter than my X-T4s. The one thing that puzzles me is from reading online, it looks like Fujifilm has decided not to offer a battery grip for the X-T5, which is extremely puzzling because in the past, they've offered the optional battery grip for every previous X-T model, the X-T1, the 2, the 3, and the 4. And the battery grip allowed users to use a total of three batteries simultaneously, two in the grip as well as the one in the, in the camera body itself which considerably extended your shooting time. As a matter of fact, that was one of the things I loved a lot about switching to Fuji was the fact that with their battery grip, I could use three batteries at once instead of only two, like I could when I shot with Canon. Canon's battery grips hold two batteries and the grip itself fits up inside the battery spot uh, slot on the camera body. So you have to take the battery out of the camera body and flip the little spring release and remove the battery door and tuck that away in a special holding compartment in the battery grip. And then you slide the battery grip up into the battery slot. And then of course, tighten the little thumb screw to the tripod mount on the bottom of the camera body to attach it fast and firm. Uh, so you would only have two batteries. And the one thing I really love about my X-T4s is if I put on my optional battery grips, I have three batteries to shoot with, which considerably extends my shooting time, which is huge, especially when I'm out shooting in the field for the international studio that I've been working for for the last couple of years. That means a whole lot to me and allows me to get a lot more shots in a day without having to change batteries nearly as frequently. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm extremely excited about the X-T5, and the price tag is the same as it was for the X-T4. And there is a good chance I will probably pick up at least one X-T5 in the first quarter of 2023. We'll have to wait and see yet, but I would love to have that 40 megapixel resolution. Although, I do right now have 50 megapixels with my GFX50R medium format mirrorless, but 
that even though I have 50 megapixels is a slower camera. It's not made for fast action and stuff like that. So it might be nice to have at least one X-T5 for when I want the high resolution as well as the fast capabilities for shooting motorsports, which I do quite a lot of, both for this project I've been working on and for myself personally. So I probably will not get rid of one or both of my X-T4s because I do absolutely love my X-T4s. I'm thinking more than likely I'll pick up one X-T5 to supplement my two X-T4s. And at that point, I'll be back up to five camera bodies like I was for many years when I shot Canon. I frequently had five bodies when I shot Canon. So those are my thoughts on this. I would love to hear your thoughts on the X-T5. Be sure to leave comments in the Facebook group. And now I'm going to take a short break right here, and then we'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. Okay, so continuing on the second portion of this episode, we're talking about the brand new Canon EOS R6 Mark II. So matching strong photo performance with apt video capabilities, the Canon EOS R6 Mark II is a versatile mirrorless body for the multimedia creator. An updated 24.2 megapixel CMOS sensor pairs with an updated processor for improved AF, impressive 4K 60p 10-bit video, and faster overall performance. Also, the camera body has been updated for more intuitive handling, including a redesigned top plate for easier access to different shooting modes. So the full specs, 24 0.2 megapixel full-frame sensor and digit, digit 10 processor. And with the updated full-frame sensor hitting a sweet spot in terms of resolution, the R6 Mark II incorporates a new 24.2 megapixel CMOS sensor that's versatile for both photo and video applications, performs well in low-light conditions, and yields striking and accurate colors. Paired with the Digic X processor borrowed from the R3, the R6 Mark II. So upgraded processing uh, processor suits the multimedia nature of the camera, capable of processing high-speed bursts as well as high-res 4K video. The Digic 10 supports up to 40 frames per second continuous shooting with a silent electronic shutter or 12 frames per second with the mechanical shutter with AF and AE reading before each frame. There is also a 30 frame per second raw burst mode, which offers pre-release capture to record moments that happened up to 0.5 seconds before you press the shutter. Also improved processing leads to improved low light performance with the sensitivity range now extending from ISO 100 to 102,400 super snowstorm and expandable to ISO uh, 204,800 blizzard for working in very difficult lighting conditions. 
UHD 4K video recording beyond stills, the R6 Mark II's sensor also offers high-res UHD 4K 60p internal video using the full width of the sensor and the ability to work with 10-bit sampling with Canon Log 3. A 6K recording area can also be used for oversample 4K shooting at 30p for improved sharpness, reduced moir, and lower noise. And for slow motion playback, 1080p recording is supported at up to full HD resolution. The HDRPQ recording is possible too for an in-camera HDR production and external recording via the micro HDMI port, which supports a clean 6K output at up to 60 frames per second. Also, unlimited recording times are possible too, and the R6 Mark II features both mic and headphone jacks, as well as a multifunction shoe for wide accessory capability. External 6K RAW recording using the micro HDMI port. RAW video recording is possible when paired with a compatible external recorder. ProRes RAW up to 6K 60P is possible using the full width of the sensor, as well as 3.7K RAW recording with a crop. Autofocus and image stabilization with dual pixel CMOS AF2. Advanced dual pixel CMOS AF2 system features 1,053 automatic AF points that cover the entire sensor area and provide notably fast, responsive, and precise focus performance. This phase detection focusing system also has enhanced subject detection and tracking benefited by deep learning technology with the ability to intelligently recognize people, animals, and vehicles. Subject tracking will automatically lock onto these subjects and maintain sharp focus while shooting, even throughout the burst captures and when recording video. Dual Pixel AF2's low luminance limit focuses down to an impressive minus 6.5 EV for accurate focusing, even in nighttime conditions. In-body image stabilizer, IBIS, corrects up to seven stops of unwanted camera shake when shooting handheld, helping to shoot handheld in low-light conditions and reduce shake when recording videos. This five-axis system can also be used in conjunction with lenses featuring optical image stabilization to compensate for up to eight stops of camera shake, depending on the specific lens in use. Additionally, Movie Digital IS uses the optical and censorship stabilization methods along with Digital IS to help acquire steadier footage while moving. Now, the body design, EVF, and very angle touchscreen LCD, high-resolution 3.69 million dot 0.5-inch electronic viewfinder provides a bright, detailed means for eye-level viewing and the quick 120 frames per second refresh rate offers natural motion rendering for a more realistic viewfinder experience. The rear 3-inch 1.62 million dot LCD touchscreen features a very angle design that benefits front-facing recording, such as for vloggers, needs, as well as working from high and low shooting angles. Refined body design incorporates four distinct control dials across the body for intuitive tactile control and a joystick controller is used on the back of the camera for fast and intuitive focus point selection and menu navigation. An updated top plate design repositions the on-off dial and the photo-video mode dial for more intuitive handling. Built for everyday use, this camera touts a dust and moisture-sealed body construction that's suitable for working in inclement weather. Dual SD memory card slots offer file-saving flexibility, and both are rated for UHS-2 card speeds to support fluent 
4K video recording and high-speed continuous shooting. Wired and wireless connectivity options are available, allowing for multiple methods of transferring photos and videos, as well as for remotely controlling the camera. The USB-C 3.2 Gen 2 port uh, for in-camera charging and file transfers. This port also enables the camera as a full HD 30p webcam with support for UVC UAC protocols. The 3.5 millimeter headphone and external microphone ports, micro HDMI port for working with an external recorder, Bluetooth 5, 2.4 gigahertz Wi Fi for wireless transfers, and remote, remote camera control for mobile devices. And it also has the next-generation multifunction shoe. An update to a conventional hot shoe, the multifunction shoe adds a row of pins at the front of the design to permit greater access or accessory functionality, as well as provide power to select accessory types that traditionally rely on separate batteries. This updated shoe is compatible with select accessories, including the EL5 Speedlight, the STE10 Speedlight Transmitter, the DME1D stereo microphone and the ADP1 smartphone link adapter, as well as the ADE1 multifunction shoe adapter to provide compatibility with legacy shoe-mounted accessories. So that is all of the pertinent information on the new EOS R6 Mark II. And I must say, it is an impressive camera, and it is one heck of an upgrade from the original EOS R6, which if you remember was 20.1 megapixels. The original EOS R6, which I had before I switched to Fuji, had the exact same processor as the 1DX Mark I, Mark II, and Mark III, which was a fabulous processor. I always got, or sensor, I always got great images with that sensor. But going up to a 24.2 megapixel sensor, I think makes a lot of sense. It allows you to get even higher resolution, high quality images without introducing excess noise. 24.2 megapixels is still a good sweet spot to be at for high performance with low ISO issue, low ISO noise issues. So that's fantastic. I think Canon did the right thing. And I'm not at all surprised to see that they added their new multifunction shoe to this body. It's the way they're going to go from now on with all of their new mirrorless bodies. They started with the R3, and I think they also included it in an R5 release, the R5C or something like that. Now they're putting it in the R6 Mark II. And if they do an R5 Mark II, I'm sure that camera body will have it as well in addition to the R1 when they eventually release that, as well as the R5. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna, they're going to call it the R5S or R5SR for their high-resolution beast that's going to replace the old 5DS and SR, but we'll have to wait and see. But this is definitely a lot of exciting news for both Fuji and Canon shooters. Now, granted, uh, Sony did also release the A7R5, uh, recently, I didn't cover that in detail. It wasn't a huge upgrade, to be honest. Most of the changes that Sony did in the A7R5 were incremental. They did do some tweaks to the autofocus, but it's the same sensor, same processor, pretty much same body design, all of the same stuff. So it was only an incremental bump, where for both of these cameras, these were major 
upgrades from the previous generation in their respective lines. And that's why I wanted to cover them in today's episode. So what are your thoughts? Leave your comments in the Facebook group on the R6 Mark II and the X-T5. Tell me what you think. If you're a Canon shooter or a Fuji shooter, are you going to pick up one of these bodies for yourself before the end of this year or maybe in 2023? Remember to check out the Land Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap episode 286 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. Also wanted to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, comment, like them, share, uh, share them out on social media. Hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. Now, last weekend, I released the first part in my review series on the Arsenal 2 Smart Camera Assistant. And this weekend, I will be releasing part two on its long exposure stacking capabilities and whether or not that is going to actually allow you to get long exposure photographs without the need for an ND filter. So you're definitely going to want to subscribe to the channel so you'll know as soon as that episode drops. All right, that's going to wrap up today's episode. I will see you all again on Sunday.